This was so long, I had to break it into two pieces. January 8th, 2020. This is the second half of the 20-year plan, starting with 2010, the year of the tiger. Goal, to build awareness of Big Cat Rescue and its mission. Results, it's working. Goal, accountability across the board. Exotic cats will all be registered, and protocols for their accountability will include breeding by permit only, and only at the recommendation of the Feedland Taxon Advisory Group, disposal by permit only, and substantiation of the necessity of euthanasia so that animals are not killed just to make room for babies that will attract guests. The permit costs will be substantial enough to administer the enforcement of compliance. Fines will be prohibitive enough to encourage compliance and to finance the cost of enforcement, litigation, and subsequent housing of the animal. Action Plan Big Cat Rescue will raise awareness and action by the public to induce the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service to rescind their generic tiger loophole that currently allows breeders to indiscriminately breed mixed species of tigers. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service has strict requirements for the breeding of purebred tigers and does not regulate the breeding of non-purebred tigers. Removing the generic exemption would dramatically decrease the number of tigers bred for pay-to-play schemes. We will work on language to introduce a federal bill to prohibit the breeding of exotic cats by the private sector in 2011. Results. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service repeatedly reported throughout 2010 that they were going to rescind the generic tiger loophole in time for the tiger summit, CITES, etc., but never made good on their promise. Goal. All exotic cats will be afforded protection under CITES. This means they cannot be sold across state lines for any reason. Action Plan. Big Cat Rescue sponsored the International Tiger Coalition's booth at the Conference of the Parties in Doha, Qatar, March 13, 2010 and will pay the moderator to represent our coalition at CITES. Results. We also sponsored attendance by the moderator Judy Mills at the Tiger Summit in Russia, but no cats were added to the CITES protection. The good news is that none of them lost protection, and there have been a lot of discussion about saving the tiger in this year of the tiger. 2011. Goal. We will end internet hunting and will end canned hunts in the U.S. as they pertain to cats. Action Plan Big Cat Rescue will solicit our legislators to enact laws that protect exotic cats from being kept as pets based upon health and safety issues. We will continue to build support in the BigCatCaucus.com. Results Internet hunting was banned in Texas, which is the only state that had it, and it's been a non-issue since. Goal. Using the Florida model, and in case you don't remember that far back, there was a, I forget the name of it, but it was an internet hunting site. So you could go on your computer and see the cat that you were going to shoot and with the click of a mouse, shoot the cat remotely. It's disgusting. And it took us years to get rid of it. Of course, it was in Texas. Goal. Using the Florida model, pseudo-sanctuaries and roadside zoos will become a thing of the past. The sanctuary standards will be the model by which sanctuaries are allowed to exist. Nonprofit status will not be granted to sanctuaries that do not adhere to the basic principles of no breeding, no buying, no selling, no trading, and no touching. There will be one recognized accrediting body that will be accountable to the government and the public 
to oversee the implementation of proper sanctuary standards. This will be funded by the dues and fines required to be accredited. The same will be true for roadside zoos that will be held to the AZA standards or else not be permitted to exist, or at the very least, not be able to exhibit big cats. Action Plan Big Cat Rescue will work with the Global Federation of Animal Sanctuaries to help all accredited sanctuaries adopt best practices and use Google Education apps to track their documentation, training, and animal care. Big Cat Rescue will promote a tougher federal scrutiny of exotic cats, requiring that all be microchipped within six months of birth and that they be registered with ZIMS, which is now ISIS, or which was ISIS, and be tracked for life, and that in the event of death or disposition, there be necropsies and sufficient documentation to ensure that the animal was properly cared for. If tax laws cannot be changed to prohibit pseudo-sanctuaries and roadside zoos from seeking charitable status, then we will have to rely on Charity Navigator to be the guide for donors. Results. We were a little too optimistic on this one and roadside zoos still exist. But the Global Federation of Animal Sanctuaries has become known to legislators and is considered the standard by which sanctuaries should be measured. Goal, circus acts and traveling pay to play schemes no longer use or exhibit exotic cats. In 2010, Bolivia became the first country to ban the use of all exotic animals in circus acts and all of the great cats in circus acts. There have been relocated to Colorado in 2011. India already bans the use of big cats in circus acts. This will come about by the public being properly educated about the fact that exotic cats do not perform reliably on a rewards-only based training program. The public will be aware and enlightened enough by now to be repulsed at the idea of big cats in small cages being transported in boxcars and trains and then being forced to perform for their entertainment. The exotic cat standards will be enforced by now and make traveling with a cat too costly. Action Plan Big Cat Rescue will continue to educate the public at every opportunity as to why big cats live lives of abuse in traveling acts and circus sideshows. We will devote a paid PR person to contacting venues in advance and letting them know that the public opposes these acts of cruelty. Where this is not effective, we will rally support for protests and letter-writing campaigns of local citizens to make it clear that this is a widely embraced grassroots movement against using wild animals as props. Results. We were a little too optimistic on this one, too. But in 2012, the first bill was introduced in the House that would ban the use of wild animals in circus acts. Bogota, Paraguay, Colombia, China, England, Sweden, Austria, Costa Rica, India, Finland, Bolivia, Greece, and Singapore all banned the use of wild animals in circuses. So the handwriting is on the wall. Goal, accountability across the board. Exotic cats will all be registered and protocols for accountability will include breeding by permit only and only at the recommendation of the Felid Taxon Advisory Group disposal by permit only, and substantiation of the necessity of euthanasia, so that animals are not just killed to make room for babies that will attract guests. The permit costs will be substantial enough to administer the enforcement of compliance. Fines will be prohibitive enough to encourage compliance and to finance the cost of enforcement, litigation, and subsequent housing of the animal. Action Plan Big Cat Rescue will raise awareness and action by the public 
to induce the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service to rescind their generic tiger loophole that currently allows breeders to indiscriminately breed mixed species of tigers. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service has strict requirements for the breeding of purebred tigers and does not regulate the breeding of non-purebred tigers. Removing the generic tiger exemption would dramatically decrease the number of tigers bred for pay-to-play schemes. We will work on language to introduce a federal bill to prohibit public contact with and or the breeding of exotic cats by the private sector in 2011. Results. Some states adopted such measures, but we are still working on a federal bill, which was introduced in 2012, which would ban the private possession of big cats and require that existing owners register their animals in such a way that they can be tracked. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service did put the generic tiger discussion on the Federal Register for public comment and received more than 15,000 comments in support of their proposal to rescind the generic tiger loophole they created several years ago. This would require all tiger breeding to be done by permit, which would greatly improve the ability to monitor and track tigers in the U.S. 2012. New Veterinary Clinic and Full-Time Veterinarian Action Plan When water and sewer become available, we will begin to focus on raising funds for a veterinary clinic, which will be located in the existing gift shop after it moves to the Education Center. A full-time veterinarian will be hired to oversee the veterinary interns so that they can meet their requirements for direct supervision. We will fund this program by having veterinary interns pay for this opportunity and through low-cost fees for spay and neuter. Since our cats are very healthy and rarely need vet care, the clinic will use beeves mostly for spaying and neutering of domestic cats to stop the overpopulation that results in 20,000 healthy cats being killed each year in our county shelter. This will be provided to the community at a low cost to stop the overpopulation at the root. Our vet students will get hands-on experience, thousands of lives each year will be spared, and having a fully functional clinic on the grounds will be beneficial to our cats on the rare occasion that they need it. Goal. All exotic cats will be afforded protection under CITES. This means that they cannot be sold across state lines for any reason. The reason for this, unfortunately, will be that there are no longer viable populations left of most species, and the look-alike species will be protected in a last-ditch effort to save what is left. Action Plan Big Cat Rescue will use its enormous supporter base and internationally known name to expose zoos for the prisons they are. There won't be a person in America who hasn't been exposed to the fact that their support of a zoo only causes suffering and abuse for exotic cats. Big Cat Rescue will propose that zoos be required to financially provide for long-term care for any exotic cat previously in their use. Big Cat Rescue will be involved in the Convention of International Trade of Endangered Species and be a voice to ensure that all exotic cats be given protection under CITES. The Animal Planet show, Big Cat Rescue, will begin to focus on zoos and international issues to expose the fact that zoos are not saving exotic cats for reintroduction because there is neither protected land nor a program in place to return these carnivores to areas where they will be constantly in competition with man for food. And you'll notice I keep talking about this Animal Planet show called Big Cat Rescue. It's because we were being pitched all the time about doing a show for Animal Planet. So we figured one of these producers was going to be able to do that. 2013. Goal. 
Build Corporate Allies, Action Plan. We plan to win our three federal lawsuits against one of the nation's most prolific breeder, dealer, exploiter of big cats in February and March, and then get back to the task of building corporate allies. The big shout out to David Courier for his enthusiastic reminder that we need to focus on the big picture if we are going to stay on track with our timeline for success. Results. We won our lawsuits against Joe Schreivogel and GW Zoo with a little over a million dollar judgment against him and are chasing him through bankruptcy court where the judge has ruled that his personal debts cannot be absolved and we are waiting on a similar ruling for the zoo. Goal. Big Cat Rescue will continue to raise awareness about the plight of the tiger in the U.S. and how the uncontrolled trade in captive American tigers is fueling the extinction of tigers in the wild. China has been pressuring CITES to reopen the trade in farmed tigers because they have five tiger farms full of tigers they want to harvest. Creating demand for tiger parts only increases demand for wild tigers as they are considered more potent. The U.S. lacks credibility at CITES because, as the Chinese point out, we don't even know where all of our tigers are because there is no current requirement to report possession of a tiger. It is estimated that there are somewhere between 5,000 and 10,000 tigers in private hands in the U.S., in addition to lions, cougars, and other species of wildcat. Action Plan Through our partnership with Revision 3 and Discovery, we are working with producers who are pitching a show about a family-run sanctuary, and if this airs, could give us an international platform from which to share our plight of captive big cats. The only way we would be willing to do such a show, however, is if we have creative control. We do have a full-time videographer who has been responsible for our video content for the past several years, and that content is what has attracted the attention of Animal Planet, History Channel, Discovery, and others, so we have a good shot at producing entertaining video that can save big cats. Results We have been uploading our hour-long videos of the sanctuary and operation at youtube.com slash dailybigcat and getting more traction and views, but still no syndicated shows outside of our own syndication to iTunes of our bigcattv.com videos that have more than 70 million views. Daily Big Cat and the Cat Chat Show, catchatshow.com. We were reported favorably in the press 225 times in 2013. We were presenters at Animal Grant Makers in Austin, Texas in November on the topic of sanctuaries that fail and how not to fail. This was a great opportunity to get the message out about the plight of big cats in front of people who can fund the solution. BigCatRescue.org gets about 1.5 million unique visitors per year with 1,498,422 in 2013. Our website is primarily an educational tool, and according to Alexa, we are ranked 224,835 worldwide and 66,562 most visited website in the U.S. In 2011, which was a doubling of our site's popularity over 2012, we have 866 other sites linking to us. Goal. Circus acts and traveling pay-to-play schemes no longer use or exhibit exotic cats. And then I go back into talking about 2010 and Bolivia being the first to ban the use of exotic cats at circuses and how we're going to educate people that 
you can't train a tiger to do a trick without harming it. Um, so that's all the same. Action plan. If a bill is reintroduced this year to ban circuses that use wild animals, we will promote it. Big Cat Rescue will continue to educate the public at every opportunity as to why big cats live lives of abuse in traveling acts and circus sideshows. And then I go on about how we're going to continue to pay our PR person. And I list all of the countries that have already banned the use of wild animals and circuses again. Results. The U.S. Department of Agriculture's Animal and Plant Health Inspection Service, APHIS, has amended the Animal Welfare Act regulations to require traveling exhibitors to submit itineraries to the agencies 48 hours in advance of travel so inspectors will know where the regulated animals are located. Goal, private possession of big cats will be banned and there will be accountability across the board. And then I talk about the field tax on advisory group that you can only get rid of them by permit. The permits are going to be expensive, so it's all the same again. Action plan. Big Cat Rescue will work with our Big Cat Coalition, HSUS, IFA, Born Free, World Wildlife Fund, and others to reintroduce our 2012 bills, HR 4122 and Senate Bill 3547, which ban the private possession of big cats. We will continue to pressure the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service to rescind their generic tiger loophole that currently allows breeders to indiscriminately breed mixed species of tigers. 15,000 public comments were in support and only a handful in opposition, but the, US Fish Wildlife but the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service has not issued a final ruling yet. The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service has strict requirements for the breeding, and I've talked about that before. Results. Through our catlaws.com site, powered by Voter Voice, 8,324 of our 88,877 supporters sent 143,918 messages to 1,071 recipients. At the end of the year, our federal bill, H.R. 1998, Senate 1381, had been reintroduced and had five Senate co-sponsors and 86 representative co-sponsors. The International Fund for Animal Welfare revealed that 75% of polled voters across the country support the bill's passage. The coalition persuaded USDA to put out a request on the Federal Register for comments on their proposal to ban cub handling. We submitted a 72-page report detailing their authorization under the current rule, meaning they already have the ability to stop cub petting, they just aren't doing it. Nearly 15,000 people commented in support of the rule. USDA is now wading through the input. Goal, we will design, permit, fundraise, and construct the first phase of our 50-bed dormitory. Action plan, we have the zoning approvals and have met with the design team to utilize recycled shipping containers to create a modular, expandable dormitory for interns. 2012 was our best year for interns. And we had 17 during the peak season, which is summer. We have housing currently for only 15 now, so we need to build the first 10 bedrooms of the new dorm to accommodate our 2013 summer interns. This has a rough estimate of 350000 and we will begin fundraising for it after we have finished the campaign for the vacation rotation enclosure. Results. This turned out to be more like $500,000 to $600,000 expense, so we are considering other housing alternatives and our renting space for now. Goal. 
we will complete construction on our most expensive and expansive enclosure, the Vacation Rotation Catatat. Results. We completed the Vacation Rotation enclosure, both physically and financially, by the end of 2013. The cats are loving their two-week vacations. Goal. Remove the Florida Wildlife Commission restriction, which is only being applied to us, of showing photos or videos of rehab bobcats. Action plan. David Ganji Esquire assisted us, and Howie and I made a couple of trips to Tallahassee. Results. We succeeded. The Florida Wildlife Commission makes us apply for a special webcam permit each year now, but it's free and releases us from the ridiculous restriction they had imposed. We created and continue to urge our visitors to write letters to their lawmakers about issues that affect exotic cats while they are at the sanctuary, and the issues are fresh in their minds. 2014. Goal. Pass the Big Cat and Public Safety Protection Act. That was ambitious, wasn't it? Action plan. For the third year in a row, we are paying a person part-time to greet guests as they end their tour and helping them call their lawmakers. We will continue this effort and will add monthly send-out cards to the committees overseeing the bill. This, these were cards that I could create online that would create a real postcard and send it with my signature on it. We will continue to ask citizens to use our catlaws.com site to contact their lawmakers, USDA and U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, to pressure them to take action on the comments from the past three years' Federal Register requests. Everything we do, other than animal care and fundraising, should be focused on these three issues that can end the problem. One, U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, close the generic tiger loophole. Two, USDA ban contact with big cats and their cubs. Three, Congress, pass the Big Cats and Public Safety Protection Act. Assisted PETA in their complaint against Jay Leno and Dave Salmoni for harassing cubs. Goal, new vacation location enclosure for lesser cats. Action plan, fund and build a one acre play yard for our lesser cats. Goal, use the Florida model, pseudo-sanctuaries and roadside zoos. I talked about this, how we were going to create these, well, it was actually GFAS sanctuary standards that we helped create. And we were saying that that was our goal was to try our, yeah, our goal was to try and have that be enforced on all sanctuaries and zoos. Action plan. Yeah, I've said all of this before about what our action plan was with the Google Education apps, making sure cats are microchipped within six months of birth, whether or not we could change the tax laws. Goal, give lions protection under CITES. This means they cannot be sold across state lines for any reason. Action plan, host the Global March for Lions on March 15th to raise awareness about the plight of the lion and to get guests to contact their lawmakers. Our specific focus will be on ending public contact with cubs, as that is what drives the abuse, abandonment, and canned hunting operations. Goal. Sanctuaries will see a significant rise in the need for their services, because the zoos will be trying to rid themselves of the cause of so much public scorn by dumping their unwanted cats into the only place allowed, i.e. accredited sanctuaries. Action Plan. Big Cat Rescue will pressure zoos through public awareness and legislation to stop breeding, buying, and displaying exotic cats. Goal. 
Raise awareness about the plights of big cats everywhere. Action plan. Ramp up our cruise line tours. Goal. Ban hybrid possession in California. Action plan. Wrote a letter to Animal Legal Defense Fund's campaign at their request that became the first part of our hybrid facts page. Results to be determined. 2015. Goal. New veterinary clinic and full-time veterinarian. Action plan. When water and sewer become available, and I talk again about how we're going to raise money for the hospital, we're going to have vet students overseen by a full-time vet, still had the goal of trying to get sanctuary standards adopted by the government agencies, working with GFAS for all of the things that we said that we were going to and this is all the stuff that I've repeated year after year after year that we had not been able to do. Uh, the goal not the goal to have all cats all cats protected under CITES. And then our action plan will be to use our enormous supporter and base and internationally known name to expose zoos for the prisons they are. And I've talked about this before. Talked about the Animal Planet show. Goal. Sanctuaries will see a significant rise in the need for their services because zoos will be trying to rid themselves of the cause of so much public scorn by dumping their unwanted cats into the only place allowed, i.e. accredited sanctuaries. Action plan. We were going to continue to pressure the zoos through public awareness and legislation to stop breeding, buying, and displaying exotic cats. The goal. Zoos no longer display exotic cats. This will be a result of the public learning the truth about the zoo life for the exotic cats and not being willing to support an industry that uses these creatures to make money. Because the plight of exotic cats in the wild will be such a lost cause by this time, the zoos will not be able to hide under their Noah's Ark argument any longer. Action Plan Big Cat Rescue will aid accredited sanctuaries in funding the retirement of these cats and continue to train the staff who will care for these cats. Big Cat Rescue will offer workshops, online classes, and on-site training to accredited sanctuaries to help them with their fundraising efforts. Big Cat Rescue will continue to raise funds to provide grants to other accredited sanctuaries for their exotic cat care. Our staff will be trained in the best fundraising methods and best husbandry practices so that they can continue to teach in our ever-growing intern program. The oversight of grant distribution will require site visits and a thorough understanding of the best practices to ensure that the funds are used properly. This should keep us busy for the next 10 years. As the cats in cages age and die, the need will gradually dissipate. We can scale down as the need dictates. Those who wish to continue may decide to branch out into other species using the experience and knowledge base acquired over these past 20 years. And then Howard wrote this next part. So. It's hard for me to talk in somebody else's cadence. <laughs> so I apologize in advance. Um, he wrote this as our plan from 2014 to 2017, as a three-year plan that we were asked to create for something. Goal, build corporate allies. In the past 10 years, we have implemented the improvements we want to make to our animal care procedures and facilities. These included upgrading to the more expensive, best possible food, expanding cages, developing and fully implementing our enrichment and operant conditioning programs, and building rehabilitation cages we can use to teach orphaned Florida bobcats to hunt so they can be returned to the wild. 
Currently, we believe we have achieved our goals in this area and are providing the best home we can for the cats. Other than cage modifications as needed, our strategy over the next five years will be to continue to diligently follow the protocols we have developed over the past five years. On rescues, the board has established a policy of limiting the size of population to around 100 animals, with no more than 20 being lions and tigers. Rescuing 50 more cats would not put a dent in the problem, but it would substantially increase the cost of operation, making the fundraising treadmill spin faster. Each big cat added means an additional annual cost of roughly $22,000 when overhead is factored in. This would prevent us from building the reserves needed to ensure that we can meet our future commitment to care for the cats. It would also prevent us from applying time resources to the efforts described below that actually can solve the problem and end up saving thousands of cats from abuse. When we do have room, created by the passing away of older cats, decisions on which of the many requests we get for rescues will be made based on the set of criteria established by our operations committee in 2008, subject to any amendments made to the criteria in the future. We offer to rescue far more cats each year than we actually end up rescuing because our mission is to end the trade, and most of the cats being discarded are being dumped so that their owners can purchase cubs that are more profitable to use. We will not take those cats as it just fuels the trade and puts us farther from accomplishing our mission of ending the trade. Results at the end of 2019, 58 cats and 30 of them are over the age of 12. 15 of those are over the age of 18, and 9 of those are over the age of 20. Financial strategy. Goals. Increase in net asset value. Our financial goal for the next five years is to generate revenues in excess of current expenses of a minimum of $500,000 each year, doubling our net asset value from $3 million to $6 million over the five years. Of this increase, our goal will be to apply $1.5 million to capital projects as discussed below. The remaining $1.5 million would be added to liquid reserves. We anticipate growing revenue 10% annually while keeping expense increases to 5% annually. Results at the end of 2019, net asset value is well over $6 million, with $4 million in the bank, and real estate holdings which are unencumbered that far exceed $2 million. Action Plan Capital improvements include the acquisition of contiguous land, contiguous land. In December 2013, we were able to purchase nine acres next door that had been under threat to become apartment housing. This was a $1.2 million expense to protect our cats, but we had no other option as the developers were not willing to work with us to mitigate the impact on the cats. We will use this for expanded rehab training. Action Plan grow revenues without growing traffic. With visitor traffic having grown to 27,000 per year, on many days during peak season we are at capacity. We do not want a level of visitor activity that will detract from providing a peaceful environment for the cats. In 2013, we began offering online reservations for our specialty tours, and it has increased our ability to sell and staff these types of tours. We also raised prices in 2013, but the vast majority of the revenue growth will have to come from increasing donations. We will continue to build the donor base using the internet, particularly with videos on YouTube and elsewhere. 
We are embedding easy ways to donate in our videos in Call to Action and overlays that are clickable. In November 2012, we partnered with Revision 3, which is owned by Discovery, in order to cross-promote our videos with Animal Planet and reach more viewers. Our BigCatTV.com YouTube site is getting more than 1 million views per month now. We are working with major donors to structure matching grants to encourage others. This has proven to be very successful, and our donors love it. Create an advisory board of area leaders to reach the wealth of knowledge and personal connections we have in our society. In the past three years, we added community leaders to our board of directors, including our chief supporter at Cox Radio. Results at the end of 2019, we continue to raise our tour prices to keep our traffic around the 27,000 mark. Currently, regular tours at $39 per person, private tours are $150, and wildcat walkabout increased from $25 per person to $39 per person. Education strategy. A critical part of our mission is to educate the public, both adults and children, about the cats and the issues they face in captivity and in the wild. The goal is to provide knowledge that will encourage people to avoid behavior that supports or leads to the abuse of cats and will encourage active support for better regulation and legislation. Issues to be addressed regarding big cats in captivity include educating the public about why big cats should not be pets, should not be carted around for display in small wagons or on a leash, should not be used in entertainment, should not be brought into schools, Individuals should not support petting or having photos taken with cubs, should not pay to see the new white cub or new white tiger on display, should not patronize big cat entertainment acts. White tigers should not be bred. They are a genetic defect, not a species. Canned hunts of big cats should be banned. Banning private ownership is the only real solution. Action Plan Continue to expand the Big Cat Time subscriber list and the Advocat subscriber list by promoting them online and to tour visitors. Results. At, the, at year end 2013, we had 405 videos online, receiving more than 71 million YouTube views to date and 130,000 subscribers. Goal is to produce 50 videos per year double the number of subscribers each year, continue marketing to schools to increase annual field trips from the current 70 to 100 per year. Continue to monitor the press reports to track injuries and deaths from big cats to provide statistical and anecdotal evidence of the danger of private ownership. In 2011, we hired a PR expert to help us in our media campaigns to educate the press and public about why they should not pay to play with cubs. We experienced success beyond our wildest expectations when more than 60 malls agreed not to allow cub petting displays anymore. Results at the end of 2019. The AZA barred member zoos from breeding white tigers in 2011, and by now most of them have stopped displaying white tigers. April 5, 2016, U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service rescinded the generic tiger loophole. Big Cat Rescue has been pressuring the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service since at least 2007 to rescind this loophole, and on August 22, 2011, after a meeting with the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, the generic tiger issue was published to the Federal Register for public comment and got over 15,000 comments in support of our request to ban the breeding of non-purebred tigers. Read more.
April 3, 2016, USDA cracks down on abuse of cubs under the age of four weeks. In response to a 2012 legal petition filed by the Humane Society of the United States, World Wildlife Fund, Detroit Zoological Society, International Fund for Animal Welfare, Born Free USA, Big Cat Rescue, Fund for Animals, and Global Federation of Animal Sanctuaries, the U.S. Department of Agriculture issued guidance making clear that exhibitors violate the Animal Welfare Act by allowing members of the public to handle or feed infant exotic cats like tigers, lions, cheetahs, jaguars, or leopards. USDA has not been enforcing the law. We had 1 million 5,000 YouTube subscribers and 460,675,508 views on our main channel. In 2018, YouTube revenue was $91,847.24. We are finding Facebook to reach far more people than our website now, which has dropped from about 3.5 million visitors per year to 2.5 million. Our Facebook fans have grown to 2,400,356,000,000 likes and 2,586,505,000,000 followers. Our Facebook efforts reach millions of people in a single week. Some of the best news comes from the fundraising we have been able to do on Facebook, which is made especially sweet since Facebook covers the credit card processing fees, so the cats get the full benefit of the donation. Facebook launched subscriptions this year, and by year end we had 1,531 people pledging 99 cents per month. People also did their own Facebook fundraisers and from our donate button on the page and in our posts. In 2017, there were 6,205 donors who gave a total of $172,045.93. And in 2018, there were 15,050 donors who gave a total of $368,423. In 2019, we spent over $600,000 with the ad agency PPK to place geo-targeted ads about the abuses inherent in cup handling. Legislative strategy. There is overwhelming evidence that trying to ensure that wild animals kept by private owners are treated humanely through regulation can have only limited impact. It is financially impractical for a state to employ enough staff to regularly inspect thousands of owners, follow up promptly to determine if violations have been corrected, and take action if they have not. The legal process to enforce the laws in the small number of cases that staff can take to that point can be delayed for years. The tiny number of violators who are shut down simply move to another state and start over. Finally, in the few cases where the enforcement officials end up confiscating the animals, it is very difficult to find good homes for them. If they were able to do more enforcement and confiscate more animals, it would be impossible to place them. The small number of good sanctuaries can only house a fraction of the thousands of animals in private hands being kept in abusive conditions. The goal of Big Cat Rescue's legislative strategy is to a. improve laws and regulations at the local, federal, and state level to limit the abuse, b. ultimately have the entire United States catch up to other nations that have recognized ahead of us that private ownership of wild animals leads to uncontrollable abuse and have banned such ownership entirely. Currently, 20 states have such bans. Nine of those were passed in the last few years. In the next five years, we hope to have at least one more per year pass bans. 
C, in Florida specifically, A, we, we were successful in having the cougar reclassified as a class one animal like lions, tigers, and leopards, and subject to the stricter regulations applied to that class. B, urged that ownership be limited to sanctuaries who meet the sanctuary standards and zoos who meet the AZA requirements. C, seek ways to implement a ban on private ownership in Florida, despite Florida's unique constitutional provision, giving the Florida Wildlife Commission a level of control that is perceived to limit what the legislature can do. It's not right, but that's what they think. D, we won a measure to require at least a $10,000 bond of class one exhibitors in 2007 and succeeded again in 2009 in having that bond extend to the Florida Wildlife Commission's new class of exotic pet owner so that all class one possessors must pass the bond. So what we did in 2007 was we got a bill passed in Florida that um, if you exhibited class one animals, which you're supposed to be an exhibitor to have them, that you had to post the bond. And so people started saying, well, I, I have a class one animal, but I don't exhibit them. So I, it doesn't apply to me. And we were like, no, it applies to you. And it took till 2009 to get that passed. E. In 2018, we were able to reverse the Florida Wildlife Commission's position that we cannot show photos, videos, or webcams of our rehab bobcat under a misguided interpretation of the law. Action plan. Continue to allocate up to 5% of our budget to influence legislation. The bulk of this goes to the voter voice software that allows us to track bills across the country, advise our email database of those bills that need support, and makes it easy to email their specific representatives. Attend and sponsor Taking Action for Animals Conference in Washington, D.C. annually to continue to grow our knowledge about how laws are passed and our skills in supporting legislation. Obtain pro bono obtain pro bono legal counsel to research whether there is a viable argument that the section of the Florida Constitution giving the Florida Wildlife Commission control over, quote, wild animal life, unquote, was not intended to cover captive wild animals, in which case the legislature could implement a ban on private ownership. 2019. Goal. In the need for Big Cat Rescue as a sanctuary for unwanted, abandoned, and abused cats by the year 2025 method, make it illegal and socially immoral to breed, buy, sell, or trade in exotic cats. Results. At the end of 2019, our federal bill to ban private possession of big cats and in cuphead handling has 225 co-sponsors in the House and 14 in the Senate, and has passed the subcommittee in the House. We continue to allocate 5% of our budget to influencing legislation. We switched from voters' voice to salsa labs, and have 93,402 people opted into our mailing list. We have reached a tipping point where there are more capable, accredited, exotic cat sanctuaries than there is need. In the past few years, the number of privately held cats in need of rescue has dropped to only a few calls a year. Most of the cats who end up in peril now have been the result of closures of circuses around the world, failed zoos, and failed pseudo-sanctuaries. Accredited exotic cat sanctuaries are literally fighting each other to get to rescue cats and are bemoaning the lack of cats to rescue because even the best of them typically make their money by the excitement surrounding a rescue. It's been hard to get them to help us in our battle to end the abuse at its root, but a few have stepped up minimally, if not for any other reason than to say they were part of the solution. Goal. End the fur trade. 
That was a 2007 goal. Results, 2019, was the death knell for the fur industry. Animal People's Merrick Clifton announces not a single newspaper archive member published an ad containing the words mink coat during the traditional height of the so-called fur season beginning on Fur Friday after Thanksgiving. The total for 2018 was just 11 mink coat ads for 2017. Only one. By contrast, furriers bought more than 600 mink coat ads per year at peak, which was 1986 to 1990. Often full-page spreads, not counting ads placed in papers not included in the newspaper archive, among them the New York Times. Big Cat Rescue had eliminated all cats in U.S. fur farms by 1995. His research recaps these recent bans. Ireland, 80% support a fur farming ban, which may soon be forthcoming. England and Wales banned fur farming in 2000. Scotland and Northern Ireland in 2002, and Austria in 2004. The Netherlands banned fur farming in 2012. Slovenia banned it in 2013, Macedonia in 2014, and the Czech Republic in 2017. Norway, Belgium, Croatia, and Luxembourg all in 2018. Ringling Brothers and Hawthorne Circuses closed, leaving only a handful of very small circuses in existence. 2020. Goal, no more non-native cats move into our cages. And then I give a list of the abandoned cats from 1999 to 2019. Action plan. We stop taking in new cats, other than the rehab cats, who have the potential to be rehabbed and released. Accredited sanctuaries are fighting for new cats, so we can focus on ending the problem at its root. We have 58 exotic cats, and 30 of them are over the age of 12. 15 of those are over the age of 18, and 9 of those are over the age of 20. We are losing about 18 cats per year due to old age issues. We have six rehab enclosures now that are 4,600 square feet and cost $60,000 each to build. We have already raised the funds to build two more and finish our Bobcat Recovery Hospital, which is nearly done. We are stepping up efforts to advertise our capacity for native cat rehab and release. We are building relationships with the Florida Wildlife Commission biologists and other rehabbers. We currently mail the Big Cat Times to all of the vet clinics and animal shelters in Florida each quarter and are updating our database of exotic cat rehabbers around the globe at bobcatrehab.com. We will close two days a week, Wednesdays and Thursdays. Results. This is likely to reduce volunteers and donors who are short-sighted and only care about the good feeling they get from being involved in a rescue. Goal, Big Cat Public Safety Act becomes law. Action plan, Howard, Jamie, and Carol are personally donating every year and have been for several years to the political action committees as well as specific members of Congress who can influence the passage of our bill to ban cub handling and phase out private possession of big cats. We continue to be the diamond sponsor, which is the highest sponsor, at the Taking Action for Animals conference, which is the largest conference for animal advocacy. We are still paying Jason Osborne as our DC lobbyist, and last year began working with Wayne Pacelli in his new role at Animal Wellness Action. He's been hand delivering our $1,000 checks to key politicians for us and telling them about how the big cats create an unfunded mandate on law enforcement and society. Passage of this law bans the breeding of big cats to be used as pay-to-play props, which will end the overpopulation of big cats in basements and backyards in America. 
results. <laughs> There's nothing listed there. <clears throat> I guess that's because I'm writing this in January of 2020. Goal, change public attitudes about the practice of holding wild cats hostage. Action plan, zoos were always going to be the hardest part of our mission because people cling to the lie that zoos tell. Quote, you have to see wild animals up close to care about them enough to save their habitat, unquote. 200 years of that thinking brought big cats to the edge of extinction. In 2019, we launched the world's first augmented reality zoo, where we use virtual reality and augmented reality to show the cats much more vividly than they can be seen in cages. By creating new content every week for those who use head-mounted displays, like the Oculus Go, people can see the cats up close like never before. The intent is to drive the tech forward so that future content can be beamed into the headsets and zoos from motion sensor 3D 360 cameras in the wild. That makes preservation of habitat more compelling as all knowledge and entertainment involving big cats comes by protecting their habitat. It eliminates the excuse of being too poor to book wildlife safaris and prevents such safaris from disrupting the cats from being who they are, from being who they would be if no one were surrounding them. We are excited about Craig Watson's work with The Void, where they take it a step further into haptic vests and gloves to give the sensation of being a participant in those worlds. Documentaries will be coming out this year that should have the same impact on big cat captivity that Blackfish had on keeping whales in tanks. None of them appears to be on track to do it alone, but the combined impact is likely to be the same. Mike Weber's film about Jack Hanna and other TV personalities promoting cub handling should put an end to that practice and is due to come out by the summer. Thanks to Joe Exotic's conviction on two counts of murder for hire and 17 wildlife trafficking charges, there have been a plethora of film producers doing their versions of that story. We are spending many days a month being interviewed, filmed, and taped in the hopes that we can get the broader message out to the masses that these majestic animals are being kept in horrible conditions and that the unregulated ownership causes a smokescreen for the illegal trade in their parts, which is stimulating demand and hastening extinction in the wild. These documentaries, these documentaries will be airing in 2020 and 2021. Results. In 2019, a dozen zoos announced their plans to implement AR and VR experiences after Big Cat Rescue's media coverage for opening the AR Zoo at the Citrus Park Mall. 2021. So now I'm projecting what I think will happen, which I was doing for 2020 and 2021. Goal. The Big Cat Public Safety Act becomes law, or Democrats take both the House and the Senate. Action plan. If the Big Cat Public Safety Act did not pass in 2020, it has no chance of passing unless the House and Senate have both flipped Democratic. If it does, we will push once more for the bill to become law. If either the House or the Senate is Republican, we know there is nothing more we can do. And the results were not in yet at the time that I wrote this. Ah, do you know what the results are? Yes, you might. Goal. Grow demand for VR and AR cats so that people prefer that to seeing live cats in cages. Action plan. Continue to open more AR zoos and encourage, read shame, zoos into doing it bigger and better. Create augmented reality zoos in a box for failing malls. Get people's heads into headsets because they just can't envision the future until they've seen the cats in 3D. 
Result? Still to be determined. Goal? In the practice of holding wildcats captive in zoos and circuses. Action plan? In addition to the above, we will continue to work with filmmakers and ad agencies and our own social media platforms to educate people about the cruelty inherent in holding wildcats against their will. Increase our exposure to educational outlets via online video conferencing and interactive online rooms in virtual reality. Results to be determined. Goal. Build our bobcat rehab program so that Big Cat Rescue is the first place called when a bobcat or Florida panther is in need. Action plan. Grow relationships with the Florida Wildlife Commission animal control and vet community and keep in touch so it's easy for them to remember to direct calls to us. Continue to grow the volunteer program and on-site facilities for native bobcat rehab and release. Our non-native population is likely to be around 35 to 40 cats by now. And because we continue to join cages and give them more space, it will be harder for people to see a cat on their tour. We will need to incorporate other ways of educating and entertaining our guests that include augmented reality and virtual reality. With fewer cats, we will need fewer volunteers and interns. We will close three days a week, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Maybe close every weekday and only do tours on weekends. Results to be determined. Projections for 2022. Goal. We close our gates to the public, eliminate more than half our staff, and close down the on-site gift shop. Action plan. By now, our non-native cat population will only be about 20 cats, 6 tigers, and 14 small cats. It probably won't make sense for us to do tours anymore, as there just won't be any cats visible if they have the option, which we will give them, of going in to join cages to avoid being seen. Our pension fund was fully funded by 2017, so we could continue to provide care without any revenue streams. If we eliminate all staff, except someone to feed and clean the last few cats, someone to handle all of the administrative work and the real estate investments, this would be a payroll of approximately 150000 Depending on the results of the films and miniseries that aired in 2020 and 2021, and how fast zoos phase out captive wildcats for virtual ones, we could go two routes. We could begin selling off the sanctuary property, keeping only the southeast corner of Return to Eden for rehab. We would probably need to keep the narrow strip from the Winsong Hospital food prep and down the east boundary in order to not have to rebuild those features. We could scale back to just one CFO type and a couple of caregivers so that the cats have someone to watch, feed, and clean them every day. The Bobcat Rehab Program would be funded by the money in the bank and the money made from selling off the assets, land, and income-producing properties. The other route would include more staffing if we decide to continue growing the Bobcat Rehab Program. To grow the program, in addition to the staff above, we would still need a volunteer manager, a videographer, a social media maven, and an online salesperson. If we keep income-producing properties, we will need someone to do maintenance on them and the sanctuary. We would end our foster kitten program because of the lack of interns who can provide around-the-clock care. We would no longer need a kitten manager, gift shop staff, a volunteer recruiter, an in-situ investigator, an outreach director, a PR director, a legislative director, or a full-time web manager. That would reduce payroll by about $350,000 to about $280,000, including a vet one day a week. Results to be determined. 2025. This was the last year projected. Results? 
Most of the cats displaced by the closing of zoos will now have died out. The few left will be in tightly run and closely watched sanctuaries. The public will no longer allow exotic cats to suffer in anonymity. Great leaps forward will be made to protect habitat where these cats live free because our planet's people will have discovered that we either live together or die together. <sighs> I think we're going to get there by 2025. I'm recording this now, March 12th of 2023. Two years. It's going to be ambitious. May have to revise this a little. If you're enjoying my diary, please like, share, and subscribe. You can find other ways to connect to me over at bigcatrescue.org forward slash carol.baskin.